Central Cougars. And it is Travis Clark alongside Dominic Daters. And we'll be here tonight calling all the action tonight here on the voice of Altamont Indian Athletics, 100.5 and 105.5. Jack FM also streaming online at vmradio.com as well as also on the video stream of Huddle. Say hello to you, uh, however you may be uh, tuning into us. And this one should be a good one for homecoming at 20 and 23 as Altamonte comes in at 3 and 1 on the year and South Central comes in at 4 and 2 on the season. And this is the first conference game for either one of these schools. Last time out before Altamonte, it was uh, their first loss of the season 56 46 to a Newton as Newton got out to the early lead 15 to 6. And then uh, Altamonte with a strong second quarter. As they led a 12 to 7, or they outscored a Newton in that quarter, 12 to 7, and uh, they cut the deficit down to 22 to 18 at the half. But then Newton, with a strong third quarter, was able to uh, get the Indians there. And uh, obviously, being a 2A school, step up in a competition, and uh, Newton is going to make some noise, I believe, in the uh, postseason. I said it after the game, and I said it to Coach Newberry as well. And so that was a good uh, first road test of the season for the Indians. Uh, here tonight, or on a Tuesday uh, there. So uh, first loss of the season, but we got it out of the way early, and we uh, turned the page here to tonight's homecoming game. Yeah, for sure, first loss of the season. Uh, just want to stick with Newton here for a quick second. Like you mentioned, Travis, I think they're going to do some, some damage the rest of the way, and I, I just really think they're they're, uh, they're going to have a special season this year, and I know they've got one loss to uh, pretty sensible, but I just feel like, I feel like Newton and Breeze Central uh, will we'll meet again somewhere in the postseason, whether it be sectional final or maybe the super sectional. But uh, we'll see how all that plays out. But uh, for Alphamont, yeah, their first loss of the season. Uh, I mean, they lost to Alphamont. They lost to Newton last year here at home. But, uh, yeah, you know, get that get that loss out of the, out of the way and uh, move, you know, can't really dwell on it. So you got to move ahead here to uh, South Central on homecoming night. And, uh you know, the gym is uh, gym, gym's back. There's, there's some more seats. So if you're out there and you're listening out there and want to come and see a great basketball game tonight, come on over to Altamont. They take on uh, the South Central uh, South Central Cougars tonight. They, uh, they have a good record as well and a good team, and they're looking to come in here and uh, upset Altamont on, uh, on on homecoming night. But uh, Altamont wants to get back uh, back to their uh, their winning winning ways and uh, – and uh, went, went on homecoming night in front of their home crowd. And uh, for uh, South Central, like we mentioned, they come in at 4-2 on the year. And on Tuesday, they also suffered a loss to Vandalia, and it was 40-38 to was the final score in that one. Vandalia actually had the two-point lead after a one, but then South Central led 21-18 to at the half, and they led for the majority of the second half, and they led by as many only as five points. And then they let one get the way late as they were leading in that game. 38-36 in the fourth quarter. Man, Tanner Robbins for Vandalia, who had 14 in the game as he had made the shot and the foul. And that free throw gave Vandalia the lead, 39-38. And obviously, uh, they held on to uh, pick up the victory. Did uh, the Vandals. So, I bet South Central feels like they let one get away there on a Tuesday. And I'm sure they're hungry to a rebound here tonight and uh, pick up a win and also pick up the first conference win of the season as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure, looking to pick up the first conference win. So is Altamont. Yeah, 40-38. I'm sure they felt like they left one slip away. And uh, looking definitely looking to rebound here tonight against uh, against Altamont. But uh, 
Almont's uh, tough defense and uh, the way they've been playing so far here this, this season, Travis. I uh, think that'll be a tall task for the Cougars, but uh, we'll uh, excuse me, we'll uh, tell you what happens here coming up shortly as there's uh, got a few minutes here left before uh, before game time. But uh, I expect I expect a great game tonight here from uh, both teams, and both teams want to you know win their first first conference game of the year. You know, always always want to start off on the on the right foot in the conference, and you know nobody wants to start start owing in that owing one hole. So uh, I expect a great uh, great contest here tonight between these uh, two teams who uh, aren't aren't very far away. Yeah, they are pretty in uh, close proximity, and uh, you know each other kind of they play with each other in a baseball, and they know each other from uh, fall and spring baseball as well. So uh, very familiar with each other to uh, say the least there as we're not the only conference game that's taking place tonight. And I'm very uh, curious to see what's going on over just a little down the road from us in St. Elmo. As uh, St. Anthony makes the trek there to SEB tonight. And uh, St. Elmo also a fabulous start to the season. 7-0 currently and 2-0 in the NTC already. As uh, SEB's already beat Neoga and North Play. And they technically did beat South Central in the Mulberry Grove Thanksgiving Tournament Championship game. But obviously that did not count towards the regular season conference right. standing. So uh, we'll see if the Eagles are for real tonight. They would make a statement by beating St. Anthony. And uh, also elsewhere uh, tonight, uh, CHBC uh, there against uh, Dietrich. And uh, Dietrich is currently off to a 2-0 start in the conference as well. They picked up wins against Windsor and Neoga. And the Maroons are 5-1 and on the season. And I actually think that if anyone wants to do the throne Altamont with a conference championship with back-to-back tournament titles that the Indians have going on. And you know how many consecutive uh, tournament finals that St. Anthony has got in there. If any two teams are going to spoil the party this year, it's going to be Dietrich or St. Elmo. And uh, so I'm definitely looking out for those two games uh, tonight as we go down the road when we eventually face St. Anthony, when we eventually face St. Elmo, and when we eventually face Dietrich as well. So I'm uh, definitely looking out for uh, those two games uh, tonight elsewhere in the NTC tonight. And it looks like those top four, you would think, are going to be uh, up right at the top of the conference as we go along here. Yeah, you would think so. My, uh, before the season started, my my dad, who's a big uh, high school basketball fan, asked me, uh, you know, who's going who's gonna to be at the, you know, who's going to be the top team in the area, the top team in the, you know, NTC, the, you know, Battle Altamont, St. Anthony, those guys. I said, well, I said, Dietrich, Dietrich looked really, you know, really good to me last year. I know they had a lot of, a lot of young talent. All those guys are, they're juniors now. They got a year of varsity under their belt. And I really, I really feel like, uh, excuse me, Dietrich and, uh, Dietrich will be right there. I mean, Alamont, Dietrich, St. Anthony, Sam Rouse down. Like you said, Travis, those, those four are probably the top four of the conference, not necessarily in in that order. But I, you know, yeah, if if, if anybody's going to take you know Alamont down from their back-to-back titles of the NTC tournament, you know, and even regular season, you know, conference champs, you know, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be one of, the, one of those three teams. And uh, I, you know, it, you know, wouldn't wouldn't uh, if it was anybody else, it really shocked me. But it was one of those three other teams. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all because I, I like I like what I see from you know from Diedrich and obviously Santee's always tough. I do live over in St. Elmo. I haven't seen St. Elmo Brownstown play, but obviously 
you know, seven holes are undefeated. You know, they can't. You know, you, maybe you can say, okay, well, the Mulberry Grove tournament, you know, it's the Mulberry Grove tournament. But you know what? They still played those teams. They still won. They're still seven and zero. So, I mean, until until they lose, and you know, you know, somebody says otherwise, you know, we get, we got we got to believe it. And uh, you know, I I hope they uh, hope they continue continue that streak over there. I would say both teams are ready for the National Anthem, so we'll step away for the National Anthem as well. And the National Anthem is brought to you by King of the Insurance Agency. And the fall of the anthem, we'll have the starting lineup as well as the beginning of this contest for Homecoming 2023. And so we'll step away right now for that National Anthem. And you're listening to Altamont Basketball here on Jack FM. shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Altamont Community High School homecoming game at 20-23. And let's meet the starting lineup for the visiting South Central Cougars here tonight. They're starting at number 11, Brody Markley. And he stands at a 6-foot junior. Number 12, Cage Highstand. He's a 6-1 a junior. Number 14, Max Magnus. He's a six-foot senior. He led the team in scoring a last time out against Vandalia. And the number 20, Callaway Smith. He's a six-foot junior. And number 40, Seth Bergman. And he's a six-two junior. So again, for South Central, they will start Markley, Heisen, Magnus, Callaway Smith, and Seth Bregman. The starting five for South Central. They will be wearing their road of blue uniforms with white numbers. They are coached by Blake Doring, as well his sixth season as Cougars head basketball coach, and also 
there, assisted by Logan Lotz. He was an impressive basketball player in his own right. During his tenure, also Spencer Johannes and Logan Hiles will also assist Mr. Doring tonight. For the Alcamon Indians, uh, they will go with number one, Alec Yarhouse. He's a 5'10", a senior. Number 14, Eli Miller. He's a six-foot senior. Number 21, Dylan Elam. He's a six-foot senior. Number 24, Aiden McManaway. He's a six-foot senior. And he's also the homecoming king tonight as well. And the number 42, Caden Miller. He's a 6'5 senior. So, again, they're going with Yarhouse, Eli Miller, Dylan Elam, McManaway, and Caden Miller. A starter five before Altamont. And they're wearing their home white uniforms with a black numbers and orange trim. So, again, congratulations to the homecoming king and queen of 2023. Ada McManaway was crowned the king, and the queen was Ava, Ava Hollinshead was the queen of 2023. So, congratulations to them as we're just getting started here on homecoming weekend of festivities here this evening. At the halls are decorated so nice that the theme is kind of disco theme, if you will, like 70s disco balls out in the hallways. So, uh, that is a very cool to see, and Tribal Council in full force as well. Like we mentioned, capacity crowd. You can definitely tell by the uh, parking lot. Not very many places to park out there. No, so. there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. I had to park in the... Not quite like the sectional park, game. Park on the side street. Not quite no, close. not quite. Not as bad as the sectional title game, but pretty close. And we're off and running as Kaden Miller will win the tip-off. And so Altamont will start off with the ball. I'll be going right to left on your radio dial. As it's going to be Eli Miller with it in uh, the uh, volleyball line. And now McManaway to give a screen there from Yarhouse. And McManaway throws the pass down low to Eli. And Eli over to Elam. And it's going to be Elam. Back to Eli Miller. Back to Elam. Elam with it here at the volleyball line. And it's going to be Elam with a shot in the lane. Through traffic up and in. First two points go to Altman and Dylan Elam. That was a nice drive to the basket there by Dylan Eden taking it by himself. That's Mark Lee running the point for the Cougars as it's handed out to Bergman. And Bergman has it out close to the volleyball line. And now it's going to be picked up by Eli Miller. And there's going to be a reach-in foul there on a South Central. I think they were trying to get it to Mark Lee and then he ended up picking up the foul. Yep, fouls on Mark Lee. His first team's first. So uh, it'll be McManaway getting across the timeline. And now over to Yarhouse here on the right wing. And now McManaway with it here. As you throw across court to Eli Miller. Eli fakes past to Caden over to McManaway. Back to Eli. Now back to McManaway. Thought about it the three, but thinks better of it. Over to Yarhouse. He pump fakes and gives it back off to McManaway. McManaway looking to do something with it. Now it's Caden Miller here on the baseline. Back out to McManaway, and it's a wayward pass to Eli Miller's intended target, and so that's going to be a turnover to South Central. One turnover piece so far here in the early going as the Alamont's up uh, soon enough. And so it's Callaway Smith inbounding uh, there to uh, Markley. He'll just want to bring it up. Closely guarded there and followed by Eli Miller. Now they'll get things over there to a Bergman here on the wing. Now uh, that is ice stand, and it's going to be picked off by Yarhouse. Yarhouse the other way, layup, no good, and no foul either. And out of bounds, it's going to, they're going to say it stays right here at Altamont. 
the defender almost looked like he was about ready to wrap up our yard house, but it is. And luckily, Altamont maintains possession at the yard house with the ball to McManaway at the top of the key. Now Eli Miller with it. Now Caden Miller back to McManaway. McManaway looks to do something with it. Closely guarded there by Highstand. Gives it to Elam. Out to Eli for three. No good. And it's going to be rebounded there by Markley. Markley looking to do something with it. Bringing it across the timeline. and Picking up a hard screen from Bergman. Now they get things over there to Magnus. Magnus picks up a screen. And almost stolen by Caden Miller. But they, South Central tries to recover. Floater on the baseline is up and in. That's Markley. First two back. For South Central, it's two to two. That was a nice little floater there by Markley. Went off the rim, off the backboard, and in. Full court press applied uh, by uh, South Central, but Altamont breaks it, and it's going to be Eli with it. Uh, McManaway here up top. Now to Yarhouse. Yarhouse fires a three. Good. Three ball by Alec Yarhouse, and it's five to two Altamont. Continuing the Yarhouse tradition of uh, shooting three pointers and making them here at Altamont. Absolutely, brothers have done that multiple times here in this gym. As it's going to be Markley with the ball. They'll swing it here onto the perimeter, and they get it over there to high stand. And now it's going to be a shot for a three. It is good by Callaway Smith. And it's 5-5. Five to five. Trading three-pointers here in the early going. So McManaway breaks the pressure. And McManaway running the point here. Looks to do something with it. Gives over to Eli, 440 to go. Miller out to Yarhouse for another three. Splashes it, another one home. Back-to-back threes for Alec, and it's eight to five. I hope somebody's on the fire department here. He, he's about ready to light this place he's up. He's heating up. Yeah. And it's going to be over there in the corner to Markley. Markley behind the back dribble. Over to a Bergman up top. And now they're going to get out to uh, Magnus, and they're going to say that South Central threw it away. And so it'll be out of bounds South Mom. Jacob Smith checks into the game as Bergman will take a seat for South Central. 8-5, to five, Altamont with the lead, coming up on 4-10 to go in the opening quarter. McManaway over to Yarhouse here on the left side. Now McManaway has it again. Over to Kaden Miller, double teamed in the lane, left the layup short, and rebounded by Jacob Smith. Not too often you see Kaden Miller leave his layup, layup short like that. Short, yeah. And it'll go Markley getting across that court. Picked up by Eli Miller there. And now they'll go to Callaway Smith. Callaway with it here at the volleyball line, and he throws it to no one. And a little bit of a miscommunication there. No one was cutting to the rim. And so it's a turnover back to Altamont. That's the fourth turnover for South Central. Yeah, it, looks, yeah, it was a miscommunication. I'm not sure. Somebody started to cut towards the rim, but then they cut back towards the three-point line. So, uh, football, that was an option where Al got wrong. That's right. Eli gets it across the timeline over to Yarhouse here. Now Eli gets it back. Back to a Yarhouse. Tries for another three from that spot. It's no good, but Kata Miller snatches the rebound. And he's underneath the basket trying to get three. Elam, he'll try a three-pointer of his own. It was to the right. No good. And battle for the rebound. And it's going to go out to high stand. And I think they're going to get someone reaching in from behind on Altamont. And we'll pick up a foul here. Foul number 24, Ed McManaway, his first, team's first. So, uh, Seth Bergman will check back in, and Max Magnus will take a seat. 
First sub in for Altamont. Caden Davis comes in, and Eli Miller will take a seat. 3.17 to go here in the opening quarter. Altamont leads 8-5. to five. As the South Central gets it in there to Markley. Markley guarded up by McManaway. Markley brings it across half court, and he passes back out to the three-point line. A shot is good there by Weston Nelson, and it's 8-8. Eight to eight. Elam in the backcourt. He's double-teamed and nearly stolen away, but a day, or McManaway gets it across half court, and there's going to be a reach-in foul there on the Cougars. That's Markley, yeah, his second, team second. So he's going to have to take a seat, and Magnus will have to come back in with those two fouls here, and we're 2.50 to go in the opening quarter. And it's Davis with it over to McManaway here at the volleyball line. Now he swings things over to Yarhouse, to Akeda Miller on the baseline, and back out to Alex. Now up top to McManaway in between the circles over to Yarhouse. Carhouse with it, gives it back up to McManaway. McManaway gets it over to Davis. Now McManaway thought about the three, but instead they'll just pass it around here on the three-point arc. Now it's back up top to McManaway. Thought about in the corner to Davis, but can't get it to him. Now over to Yarhouse. Miller, Caden Miller on the baseline. As the Cougar takes a tumble, Yarhouse will make something happen to the free-throw line jumper. No, and rebounded by Bergman. Two minutes to go in the opening quarter, tied at eight. As it's Magnus bringing it across the timeline. He picked it up, and it's going to be a low pass for Bregman, and it's going to be picked off by McManaway. Davis, the other way, gives it off to Yarhouse. Thought about the three. He fakes. He drives with the floater. Good for Alex. First made two-pointer, 10 to eight. He's got eight of the ten points for the Indians so far. And at 35 to go in the quarter. As that's Heisting getting across that court. And then trying to get over to Magnus, and uh, McManaway was there to knock it out. And so it'll be out of bounds. Stays here with the Cougars. See another another uh, great effort so far defensively by you know, McManaway and the entire Alphamont, uh, Alphamont team as they continue to uh, just you know, go after go after ball period, go after loose balls, and just uh, scrapping and fighting down there, trying to, trying to get that ball as it's showing South Central has five turnovers so far in the early going. Calloway Smith checks back in for South Central, and also returning to the game is Eli Miller, and also Millville came back or came into the game for the first time. And that's Calloway Smith up at the top of the key. Now they get things over to Nelson. Nelson step back jumper for two is good, and we're tired at ten. And coming up on a minute to go here in the opening quarter. Eli with it, over to Millville. Now Eli with it at the volleyball line. Over to Davis. Davis goes from the double team back over to Eli. Eli with it, over to Elam. Elam to Kata Miller underneath, and there's going to be a foul. And it's a shooting foul, so Kata Miller will go to the line for two shots. That was on 45, Jacob Smith, his first, team's third. And so a Caden Miller will be at the line. Free throw up is good. Took a bounce off the back iron, but fell back through. So it's 11 to 10. 
Seth Jones comes in for the Cougars. With that kind home bounce. It did. Nice. Caden's second free throw is also good. Two for two there. First two points for Caden. 12 to 10. Altamont with the lead with 45 seconds to go in the opening quarter. Galloway-Smith over to Bregman. Now back to Calloway, who's still here in the backcourt. They throw it to Jones over to Magnus for three. Off, no good, but rebounded there by Bregman. Now back out to Calloway. Smith, no good. Tracked down by Davis. Under 30 to go in the opening quarter. High pass for Eli Miller. Look out in the black seat. And it's going to be a turnover back to South Central. Alamont's second turnover of the night. Magnus with it. Here with 20 seconds left. He picked up his dribble, and it's picked off by Davis, but he stepped out of bounds. So it'll stay right here with South Central, though. Dangerous pass there for the Cougars. For sure, another great effort there by Altamont. Caden Drake was trying to take that one away. 18.4 left. Magnus with it. Gets it back to a Callaway-Smith. Callaway finally gets it across the half-court line. It's a two of Seth Jones. Had it poked away momentarily, but back to Callaway-Smith with five seconds left. Callaway, a cross-court pass. Back to Callaway-Smith. One second left, trying to draw the foul. Long three-pointer did. Goes off. He almost made it. But after one quarter of play, it's Altamont 12, South Central 10. And we'll be back in a minute for the second quarter. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball. Jack in. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool Dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Back in Altamont Community High School. Altamont with a two-point advantage after the opening quarter. The homecoming game of 20 and 23. Altamont won the JV game of 59 to 38. Pass that along here to start the second quarter. Cougars will start off with the basketball, and it's going to be a picked off and stolen away. Melville's going to took it away, and there's going to be a, a foul there by Callaway-Smith underneath. Trying to wrap up Melville there, and Kate's going to go to the line for two. Callaway-Smith first. He's first of the quarter. Melville will shoot two. Second time tonight for the Indians at that line. Melville's free throw is back iron. No good. Melville was good in the junior varsity game. So he had 19 points in that one. 
And he's at the line for a second attempt. In and out, no good. Caden Miller with the rebound, though. Battling through the trees, puts it up. And it's going to be counted out it and the foul for Caden Miller. Finishing through traffic there, and he's going to go to the line for the and one. Putting in the effort, getting the foul called. Third foul. I was going to say, wow. Brady Markley. Yeah. We're only like 20 seconds into the second quarter, and he's got three fouls already. Caden's free throw is up and in. Caden's got five tonight. And the lead is five for Altamont, 15 to 10. Full court pressure applied by Altamont. Going back and forth with the ball. Poked away by McManaway. Luckily, it was recovered at the free throw line by uh, Jacob Smith. Magnus has it here on the left side. Picking up a screen up from Smith. Now to Callaway Smith. And Callaway. And it's going to be picked off by Caden Miller. Caden Miller, by the way. Seven, and Coach Doring wants a timeout. He sees Altamont on a run here. They lead 17 to 10, and Coach Doring wants a T.O. We'll take a timeout as well. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball on a jack of them. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. And it's the Altamont Community High School 5-0 run to start the second quarter. As the guy Altamont in the lead 17-10 in first fourth, Coach Doring to take that 30-second timeout. And Magnus breaks the pressure of Altamont. Double team, pass over to Callaway Smith. Ball fake, gets it back over there to Markley. Markley here on the right wing and trying to shake Eli Miller. Now over to Callaway Smith. Galloway with it over to Magnus. Magnus drives and a recovery by McManaway. Now over to Jacob Smith, and he puts it up and in through traffic. His first two points is 17 and 12. That was a nice high shot there. Breaks a little bit of a drought there for the Cougars. McManaway swinging things over here on the perimeter. Eli over to our house here in the left corner. Now Eli with it. And it's going to be a, a foul on a South Central. And subs coming in uh, for uh, South Central. You got a Seth Jones coming back in, and uh, so is a Seth Burton. Fouls on Cage Easton, his first uh, South Central third of the quarter. And uh, also subs came by, back in as... Caden Miller took a seat, and Elam came back into the game. I think McManaway snuck back in there as well. As Eli has it here on the right wing. Now over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is double-teamed, has to pass out of it. They pass to uh, Elam. Uh, That's Eli, now it's Elam. Now Melville over to McManaway. He's over for three in the corner. No, but rebounded by Yarhouse. Over to Eli Miller for three. It's in and out. No good. Rebounded 
by Bergman. And it's going to be picked off by Elam the other way. Trying to hit Seth Jones in the post. Elam gets it over to McManaway. He fakes and it drives baseline over to Yarhouse for three. Yes! Another three for Allie Yarhouse, his third of the night. And it's 20 to 12. He's got 14 and 20 points for Altmont, is Allie Yarhouse. And it's going to be Magnus with it here on the right side. As Magnus struggling close to the sideline. And he gets over to Seth Jones in between the circles. And now hands off there to Callaway Smith. Back over to Magnus. Deep three for Max. It's good. Max Madness first three. And it's 20 to 15. Coming up about five minutes to go in a second. Millville with it here on the volleyball line. Over to McManaway. Stops and gives it over to Eli. Now Millville with it. Back to Eli. Eli trying to dribble around defenders, takes it all the way to the hole, way up back iron, no, but Eli gets a uh, miss back. Millville picks up his dribble, pass over to Yaros in the corner, and he head fakes, and he's going to travel with it. And uh, Alec uh, travels with it, and it'll be a turnover to South Central. It's only Alec's third turnover of the night, so they're doing, they're doing good in that department. And, uh, Millville will, will take a seat, and Ben Radel checks in for the first time. Also, uh, Evan Hoover checks in for the Cougars, and he has the ball. Hoover gets it across the timeline, and finally, and now he lost it in the backcourt. That's going to be a backcourt violation. Just lost it on the dribble, and so a turnover back to the Indians. That's tough. That's tough when something like that, that happens. But, uh, that's the way it is. You got to play on. Yeah, just something that happens every Every day, but you lose it in the backcourt. Yep. Elam up to McManaway. He nearly loses it, but he regains control over to Eli Miller for three. Back iron, no. Tip and goes to Dylan Elam. McManaway with it now on the extra possession of four of the Indians. Coming up on four minutes to go in the second quarter, and it's going to be battled for, and Hoover takes it away from Eli. So turnover there by Altamont. Magnus with it, and they're going to call a foul. And Eli was trying to steal the ball there and gets hit with the foul. Yeah, his first, team's first for uh, Eli Miller. Only two fouls altogether so far in the game for Alcamont. As I say, fairly clean. And Tuber with it. And over to a Callaway Smith. Callaway has it close to the Alcamont logo here. And now he goes to the left side. Now over to Hoover. Hoover to a Bregman here on the right wing. He picks up his dribble, looks for someone to pass to. Still looking, still looking. Magnus hits the deck, and they get it over to Hoover. Hoover with it. He picks it up. He's in a little bit of trouble and forces a pass at the free throw line to Callaway. Out to Bregman for three. Rainbow shot is off and rebounded by McManaway. And it's going to be trying to hit Yarhouse, and they're going to get and it was off of Altamont, they say. I thought maybe South Central may have touched that, but it's going to be Cougars basketball. Ben Radel will take a seat, and Caden Miller will check in. Hoover sits down, and Markley comes back in, or Heistan comes back in. Nice. 
Easton has the basketball, gets it across the timeline. Easton with it here onto the right wing, and he takes it all the way to the rim. Can't get the shot to go, but he is going to be fouled. So we're shooting free throws here for Cage Easton. Second foul on uh, Eli Miller. So team second on the quarter. Two quick fouls here in the second quarter on Eli Miller. So uh, not good there. Easton with the free throw up. His back iron, no good. But he'll get another one as South Central still trails 20 to 15, 310 to go in the second. Eli Miller will take a seat with those two fouls, and Davis comes back in. And he sends second free throw also no good in and out. Rebounded by Elam. That's McMahon away. He's double teamed as soon as he gets across half court, and they're going to call the Cougars with a grab there. And uh, that's going to be their fourth foul, so... Only one more until Altamai hits the bonus. Easton will join the foul trouble with Markley, who has three. Now he'll have two. Well, Easton. As McManaway gets it over to Yarhouse, cross court back to McManaway, cross back to Yarhouse in the corner for three. In and out, no good. But McManaway gets the rebound back. Elam with it. Now over to McManaway. McManaway picked up his dribble. Back to Davis. Davis playing pitch and catch with McManaway. Now Yarhouse. Yarhouse back to McManaway. Trying to get it back to Yarhouse. And it was tipped by Callaway Smith and into the hands of Redman. So a turnover there for Altamont. As it's going to be a floater by Nielsen. No. And rebounded there by Altamont. McMahon away to Yarhouse. Indians still lead by five, 20 to 15. Going up on two minutes to go in the second. As it's McMahon away up at the top of the key over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to do something with it. Still can't find anybody. And Callaway is going to smack Yarhouse. And I heard the contact from up here. And that'll send Alex to the free throw line with a bonus for Altamont. Second foul on uh, Callaway, Callaway Smith. Free throw for Alex is good. Excuse me, not, not Smith. It was the cage. He's staying. She's got the as it'll be uh, Yarhouse, the second free throw. As it's up, and he knew it was off all the way, but Caden Miller there for the follow-up and in. Caden's got nine in the game, and Altamont leads 23-15. to 15. And it's a minute 45 to go in the second quarter. Magnus. Trying to give the give and go with Bregman, but it was denied. Over to Callaway Smith. Callaway with it here at the volleyball line. Now dribbles here onto the right wing. Getting a screen there by Jones. Now Bregman up top. Now Nielsen for three. It's off no good. And rebound battled for. And they're going to say Nielsen had his foot on the line there battling with Davis for the board. And they're going to give it to Altamont. Easton checks back in as well as Seth Jones. And uh, 
Jacob Smith and Nielsen to take the seat. Altamont leads 23 to 15 here, a minute 20 to go in the second quarter. And Kata Miller drives baseline, puts it up. No, but Kaden is going to go to the free throw line. And uh, he's already been there twice tonight. And he'll go another time. Foul's on Seth Bergman, his first. And uh, Coach Doring is going to call the timeout to maybe ice Kaden Miller a little bit. So it's a full timeout. We'll take a 30 second break. You're listening now to my Indians basketball. Here on Jacobin. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in Altamont Community High School. A minute 17 to go here in the first half as Altamont leads 23 to 15. And Coach Doring called that full timeout. And uh, Kata Miller, remember, will be at the line. So at halftime, we'll get the first half statistics as well as we'll try to track down scores from around the area, try to see if we can get a score from that St. Anthony-St. Elmo game going on there and I never else. I would definitely be interested in hearing our score. I know Cumberland and Indioga are matched up on a WCRA. They had a mega night there this evening. And Akita Miller has missed the free throw, so the icing of Miller worked for Coach Doring. But Caden will get another opportunity here. And Caden's second free throw is also no good. Battle for the rebound. Milzo almost got it, but instead he goes in the hands of Easton. Easton with it gets over to Magnus here on the right wing. Tribal Council yelling for defense. We'll see a defense sign. Picked off by Milzo. Answers the call right there. Perfect timing. Elam with it. Gives it over to Davis in the corner for three. Yes. KD for three. His first three of the night. 26 to 15. Altamont starting to pull away here a little bit. A little bit. Separation. 39 seconds left in the first half. Magnus picks it up. He's in a little bit of trouble. He needs some help. And he gives it over there to Callaway Smith. Under 30 to go in the first half. Galloway with it, dribbles to his left side, and gets it over there to Heastan. Heastan goes, layup left short, battle for the rebound, and it's tipped, and it's going to stay off of Altamont. You're off of Millville or Yardhouse, but it'll stay right here with the Cougars. 15.5 left on the clock. And it's Heastan going to be the one taking out on the baseline, gets into Bregman, a long two-pointer. It's off, no good. Millville with the rebound with 11 seconds. Millville up to Davis. Davis, cross-court pass for Yarhouse. Skies for it, but he gets it down. Five seconds. Yarhouse over to Millville for three to end the half. It's back iron, no good. And that'll do it for the first half. 
as that rebound was snatched down by Magnus. So, after one half of play, it is the Altamont 26, South Central 15 here at Homecoming 2023. And we'll step away here for a few minutes. We'll calculate the first half statistics. We'll try to track down a score or two. And that's on the way here at halftime. And we'll be right back in a few minutes. You're listening now to Miami's Basketball on Jack of Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back in at Altamont Community High School here at the half. Homecoming of 2023. So far, so good for the home team, Altamont, as they're winning a 26-15 to 
here in Altamont. So, the uh, conference home opener, conference opener, I guess I should say. We're in uh, this one, the first game of the NTC for both schools here uh, tonight. As Altamont uh, there, they led a 12 to 10 after one quarter of play, but then they took control there in the second quarter and uh, outscored South Central 14 to 5 in that quarter to uh, take the lead here at halftime and extend that out. Uh, it's been Alec Yarhouse. He's had a, a great homecoming game. As he has 12 points currently or right now as he's made a few threes, and uh, that's really kind of what's been pacing the attack there early on. And also, Kate Davis has a three-pointer as well, so those are some of the uh, big shots uh, there. And in that one, four outs, one of the different makers there. Kate Miller has also been all over the floor as well. And those are kind of one of the main differences there. As uh, South Central, you know, they kind of have been in a little bit of foul trouble. Their uh, usual point guard, Brody Markley, he's picked up two quick ones in the second quarter and then was right there stuffed in in the second quarter. And 20 seconds in, picked up his third foul. So he's been having a sit the majority of the time there on the bench. So uh, that's kind of bogged things down a little bit, I think, for the – uh, Cougars and Magnus, one of their leading scorers night in and night out. He only has three points on the night so far, and that came there in the second quarter. So Altamont's uh, been uh, doing a good job of uh, shadowing him there in uh, that opening half, as well as South Central had a little bit of difficulty with turnovers as well. They're losing that turnover battle currently right now. Altamont turnovers really kind of picked up for them there in the second quarter, but uh, overall, they took care of the basketball in the opening quarter. Um, and that's kind of why they have the lead there, and they kind of took control uh, late there in that second quarter to uh, have this little cushion that they have here at halftime of the homecoming game. Yeah, definitely. They've definitely uh, taken care of the ball uh, turnover-wise. I was only got five turnovers. And South Central's uh, ten, ten turnovers. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, seven steals by Altamont, only one steal by, by South Central. So Altamont definitely takes care of the ball. And uh, like you said, Travis, they, uh, South Central just doesn't uh, doesn't seem to go away. But uh, Altamont does have a nice, uh, you know, comfortable 11, 11-point 11 lead. You know, not too comfortable, but, uh, you know, big, big enough that so you can be okay with it. So uh, let's uh, look at some stats here first, from the first half. First of all, for South Central, Weston. <laughs> Excuse me, Weston Nielsen. He's one, uh, one for two from the field and one for two from uh, three-point line. He's got he's got five points. Brody Martin is one for one from the field with two points. He's also got three fouls. H. I. stands zero for one from the field and zero for two from the free throw line. Max Magnus one for two from three-point range for three points. Callaway Smith, he's 0 for 1 from the field and 1 for 2 from uh, 3 point range with 3 points. And Seth Berkman, 0 for 1 from the field and 0 for 1 from 3 point range. Jacob Smith, he's 1 for 1 from the field with, uh, with 2 points. Ralevon is the lead here at halftime, 26 to, excuse me, 15. They have scored South Central uh, 14, 14 to 5 in that, uh, in that second quarter. And first of all, for Alec Yarhouse, he's one for two from the field, three for five from three-point range. 
and one for two from the free throw line with 12 points. Caden Davis, he's one for one from the three-point range with three points. Eli Miller, 0 for one from the field and 0 for three from three-point range. Dill Neelan, 1 for 1 from the field, 0 for 1 from 3 point range. Aiden McManway is 0 for 1 from 3 point range. Caden Miller, 3 for 5. Excuse me, 3 for 5 from the field and 3 for 5 from the three, uh, 3 point line with the 9 points. Numbers as a team, Ralph Lamont, they're 5 for 9 from the field for 55%, 4 for 12. From uh, excuse me, four for twelve from three point range for thirty three percent, three for seven from free throw lanes, uh, free throw line, excuse me, for forty two point eight percent. I forgot to give you South Central's numbers. Here they are. They're three for seven from the field for forty two point eight percent, three for seven for three point range, forty two point eight percent, and they're over two from the free throw line. So definitely, uh, her, you know, turnovers. What the what the Boston South Central right now, they, uh, they're only down 11, so, uh, you know, it's definitely something something they can come, come back from, he's, you know, fairly easily get, get some steals, get some buckets, you know, it can be right back in it uh, pretty, pretty quick, uh, and I don't know, just, just watching South Central in the first first half, Travis, and I don't know, it, it to me looks like they're just, so something's missing, I guess, you know, just something, yeah. something they just need a little something. Something extra. I'm not sure, sure what it is. If it's, a, if it's a, another shooter or somewhere down low or what. But uh, I mean, they're they're definitely a good team, and they'll they'll continue the battle in the second half and see if they can uh, come back and maybe steal this one. And problem, uh, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, play play the defense and uh, get the steals, get the turnovers, and uh, doing what you're doing. And you'll uh, you'll walk out here with the win tonight on homecoming night. I'll be happy, and you can celebrate homecoming tomorrow and uh, dance yeah. night away. Yeah, as uh, again, homecoming 2023. Congratulations to the uh, King Ada McManaway, which crown uh, this year's uh, King of 2023, and also Ava Hollandhead was named uh, the uh, Queen. So congratulations to uh, them. I do know what one thing that's missing uh, for our South Patrol is a Dawson in the lineup. As, yeah. uh, both uh, Chase graduated a couple of years ago, I know, and Aiden just graduated this past season. Uh, I believe uh, I know he was playing some baseball at Cascadia with a Mason Robinson and a few other area athletes uh, there. So uh, that was one guy in particular that did a lot for the South Central team and uh, was the all-time one of the Dodgers was the all-time leading scorer in uh, school history for South Central, and uh, so. Uh, you know, even though they're 4-2 to start off the season, they've been trying to kind of replace uh, some of those the guys that have been one of the bigger scorers uh, for them. So, uh, it's definitely um, something that they were uh, trying to place coming into two of this season. So, it uh, looks like both teams are uh, finished with uh, their uh, warm-up, and we're about ready to get this one uh, started here for the uh, second half. And so... Uh, it will be uh, Altamont leading to 26 to 15 in here in homecoming. Uh, one score that I did uh, track down, I couldn't able to uh, get a score of that St. Anthony and St. Elmo game. Uh, but after one quarter of play there in Topolis for their homecoming against uh, Bloomington Central Catholic, it was uh, T-Town leading 15 to nothing after the first quarter. 
Um, and then uh, Robinson was leading at halftime against Casey, 24-20 to uh, 20, uh, there. So we're about ready to uh, get this one started, and we're underway here as uh, we uh, have McManaway getting across half court, and it'll be Altamont going left to right on your radio dial as your house. High pass for Elon, but it was just picked off there by Magnus. So Altamont kind of starts the same way they did the second quarter with a turnover. Altamont will switch ends with the floor. They'll go right to left on your radio dial. As Magnus has it here, tipped by McManaway, and it's going to be ping-ponged around, and it's going to be Kata Miller with it. Up to McManaway underneath. Layup is blocked, but they're going to call it blocked from behind, and a foul by Callaway there. That's a big outlet pass there for Kata Miller. Found McManaway all the way on the other side. And sure, that was a nice pass, and that was a nice uh... That's a nice job by Smith to block it. Unfortunately, he's got uh, a little more body than ball there. That would be a McManaway. Free throw is a short. Uh, Aiden will get another one for the homecoming king. Callaway Smith, that's his third foul of the game. Team's first of the quarter for South Central. McManaway's second free throw is up and back iron too strong a fight for the rebound Kata Miller still battling with Bergman and Bergman's going to get it uh, Magnet up the floor and it's going to be a look out fastball there in the black seat uh, I think everything's okay uh, it's going to be a turnover on South Central uh, one guy was falling out of bounds and Threw it way too high and way too high and way too fast. Yeah, it'll be a McManaway with it over to Elam. Now to Miller out to Yarhouse, extra pass to Elam, swinging it here on the perimeter. Good ball movement and McManaway cash for three for the homecoming king and it's 29-15. His first points in the evening for the king. Easton with the basketball, gets it over to Magnus. He hits the deck. Everyone's on the floor, and they're finally going to be a held ball. And a possession arrow will keep it here on South Central. Yeah, I stand, or he stand fell on him. He, he realized there's bodies all around him. So he's like, I'm just going to hold on to this for a minute. 29 of 15, and 6.43 to go here in the third. Uh, that is Markley going to be inbound to uh, Bergman. Bergman now over to... Uh, Markley, free throw line jumper is off. Rebounded by McManaway. McManaway with his head up the floor over to Elam. Now back over to McManaway. He fakes and dribbles and gives it off to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Eli. Eli dribbling it around a defender, and now he backs it back out. Over to a Yarhouse here on the right wing. And now Caden Miller on the baseline back out to Eli. A little bit of a dangerous pass, but it was completed. Eli dribbles to his left, and he gives it off to Elam. Elam with it. He drives, and he lost it. And into the hands of Callaway Smith. Turnover there for Altamont. Six minutes to go in the third. As Magnus with it on the right wing. Magnus takes it up over to a Bregman baseline. And he's looking to do something with it. Back to Magnus. Had a poke from behind by McManaway, and they're going to call a foul on Altamont. I was on 24, 80 McManaway, his second team's first of the quarter. 
Calloway Smith will inbound in front of the South Central bench. He's to the left of Coach Doring. As they throw it into the backcourt to Markley. And now he reestablishes himself in the front court. Over to a Callaway Smith trying to hit Magnus down low. And he's deep underneath the basket. Over to Heiston. And it's no good, but rebounded by Markley. Nice pass to Bregman up. It's no good. And Kata Miller just rips away the rebound. And they're going to call a, a foul there on South Central. Trying to reach in on Kaden. Casey Easton is his third, team second of the quarter. So got a couple of South Central Cougars, Easton, Brody Markley, and uh, mm-hmm. Keller Smith, all with three fouls. Yeah. And so it'll be Eli with it. Over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse almost loses it, but gets over to Kaden Miller, and now it's fought for with Bregman. And they're going to say a held ball, and it'll be Altamont ball on the possession arrow. And so it'll be out of bounds for our Eli. 519 to go here in the third. Altamont leads 29 to 15. As Eli looks to get in on the baseline and gets it in up top to McManaway. McManaway with it. Dribbles to his left, off to Elam, back out to Yarhouse for a corner three. It's off, no good, and it's going to be Kaden Miller with the rebound. Put back, it's good. Count the basket and the foul. And Kaden is pumped. He'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Giving Altamont the lead, 31-15. A foul on KT stand. That's his fourth. Essential third of the quarter. Oh, he's been four fouls now. And Kaden Miller is at the line for the and one free throw. He's got 11 tonight. His and one free throw is good, so that makes 12. And that makes it 32 to 15. As a 6 0 run to start this second half for Altamont, even more of a cushion. Magnus swings things over to Markley. Three-pointer is off. Ping-ponged around over to Bregman. Bregman threaded by Caden Miller. They call a foul. And Caden can't believe it. He was Coach Nieberg as well. As the officials say he got too much of the elbow there. So it'll be a free throws for Bregman. First foul, Caden Miller. The Alabama second of the quarter. And Bregman's free throw is good. That's his first point for Seth Bregman, and it's 32-16. to 16. Finally, South Central gets on the board here in the third. And shut out up until that point. Bregman with a free throw. His second one is also good. Two for two there. And a sub coming in there for the Cougars, and Bregman will take a seed, and Weston and Nielsen checks in. 4.44 to go. In the third, is going to be Altamont ball. Elam with it, and they're trying to get it across. Finally, Eli does. Gives it back off to Elam in between the circles. Now Eli dribbles here onto the perimeter over to McManaway here on the right side. Now Eli, he'll drive, kick it back out to Yarhouse. Yarhouse will head fake, gives it back to Eli. Elam extra pass to Kata Miller, layup from the other side of the rim, can't finish. And it's going to be rebounded by Magnus. 
up to Nielsen. Nielsen here in the corner. He picked up his dribble, and it's read perfectly by Eli Miller and stolen. Elam. No one picked him up. Layup is good. Took a couple of bounces through for Dylan Elam. His first two points since the first quarter, 34-17. Nielsen quickly the other way for the Cougars. 34-17 out to mine. Building up that lead. Magnus with it here on the right wing. He'll get a screen from Jacob Smith. And Magnus will get it over to Calloway Smith. Back to Magnus. He's open for three. Can't get it to fall. Rebound. Goes back to Eli. Eli up to Caden Miller. And he lays it up. Finger roll. Thought he was going for the dunk. 36-17. to 17 And there's going to be a foul the other way on Altamont. I thought I might try to go for the dunk myself there on that one. Homecoming game. Why not? Why not? Besides the crowd. <laughs> that's some entertainment value. Well, you're on the risk of getting taken out there from Coach. So yeah, that's true. I get it. Billville and Davis will check back in, and Coach Doring wants a timeout, so we'll take one as well. You know, let's out by any of the basketball jacket then. <laughs> Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School as South Central will get it in. As that's Nielsen up top. Now over to Callaway Smith in between the circles. Over to a Magnus here on the right wing. Magnus almost got it stolen away. Almost stolen away again. And Nielsen for two. No. And rebounded by Millville. Millville almost had it poked away from behind. Elam over to Eli. Eli off the glass and in. His first two, and it's 38-17. Altamont starting to pull away. 2.45 to go in the third. Icing, or that is Nielsen driving to the ramp layup good. And it's 38-19. Eli with it. Over to Elam in the corner. Back to Eli. Eli's going to fire a three. Back iron no good. And rebounded there by Markway. Over to Nielsen. Nielsen gets a screen and he falls down with it. And he somehow just chucks it. And it goes in the backcourt. Kata Miller slides for it. And they're going to say over and back. And over and back on Callaway Smith. So it'll be Altamont ball. And Radel checks in for Altamont. Seth Bergman it comes back in for South Central. I mean, uh, that was Seth Jones in there as well. Davis with it over to Elam here on the right side. Nearly gets away and slips on the floor, but Davis in the corner for three. Yes! Katie for three. His second one. And it's 41-19. And the officials are going to stop play momentarily to wipe up that flick spot that Elon almost fell on. 
So that's what the uh, timeout is. Timeout is for just an official's timeout to wipe it up. And so McMahon away will check in, and Caden Miller will check out. And that's kind of where in the same area where Caden dove for that basketball. That's, that's what I was thinking. It's kind of yeah, yeah. similar similar areas. Get that, get that cleaned up. So they'll wipe up the uh, perspiration on the floor. And still wiping it up over there on the left side of the course. Now I think we got it all good and got it all wiped up with the towels. And uh, so we'll be back to playing basketball. Cougars will have it. It's going to be a Markley getting across half court. Markley pick up a screen, but instead he goes the other way. And he got caught in the middle there, but passes it up to Bregman over the corner to Magnus for three. Slashes it home for Max Magnus, his second three. And it's 41-22. Swung in here on the perimeter to Millville. Millville back to Elam. Here, as Elam trying to shake Magnus now pick now goes to his dribble now picks it up over to McManaway over to Davis for three on the other side no good and fight for the rebound it goes to Markley and up to Nielsen had it poked away from behind by Davis and so it goes out of bounds but stays right here at South Central. Magnus will take a seat, and Easton will come back in. Warren, he's got those four fouls. Millville took a seat, and Eli Miller checked back in. And Markley looking for someone to pass to, almost with a five-second, but he gets it to Easton, who was way in the backcourt. Now Seth Jones with it, trying to get it back to Easton, and it's knocked away by Davis, and they're going to say it's off of Easton. So KD getting in there in the passing lane and forcing it to go off South Central. And so uh, it'll be Altamont with it with a minute to go in the third, 41-22. Nick Manaway, high pass for Elam, touches it over to Davis, low pass for Eli, and the ball's on the floor, and it's going to be a, a tie-up and a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow will get it over to the Cougars, I think. So Magnus will come back in, and so will Callaway Smith. Seth Jones takes a seat, and Nielsen sits down as well. 52.5 left in the third. Altamont leads 41 to 22. A little switch inbounders as Callaway Smith will be the one taking it out. As Callaway gets it in to Magnus. Magnus gets across the timeline and picked up by McManaway. And Manaway nearly poked it away and say it was off of Aiden, so it'll stay right here at South Central. So Callaway Smith will inbound just in front of Coach Doring and the South Central bench. And they get it in as Markley will go to the backcourt now. And they get it across the timeline. Markley picked it up as they're trying to get it to Magnus, but it was the nine high pass. It's Davis, another tip out. 
It goes out, but stays right here with South Central. Well, nice job there. Another nice job there by the Alamont uh, defense trying to uh, knock that ball away. And there is Easton and Davis battling for the ball again. And it's going to go off of Davis, so it'll stay right here with South Central as it went out. And uh, 30 seconds to go. As South Central has it here in the backcourt. They get it across the timeline of Markley. Markley with it. Hand off to Joan or Smith. Jacob Smith for two. And it's 41-24. 13 seconds left. Elam across the timeline. Nine seconds. Elam splits the defenders over to McManway for three to end the quarter. Yes! Three-pointer for Aiden McManway. And it's 44-24. The lead is 20 for Altamont heading into the final quarter in homecoming 2023. And we'll be back here in one minute. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball on Jack of It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School after an 18-9, a third quarter. Altamont leads by 20 to start of the fourth. As Eli will start off with the ball as they'll get it over to McManaway, and McManaway will be fouled. And so Aiden will go to the free throw line to shoot two after ending that quarter with an exclamation point three to put Altamont comfortably ahead by 20. And that's also going to be uh, Heathson's fifth foul, so he'll foul out. And he'll foul out with no points. But McManaway will be at the line Second trip to the night for Aiden, and it bounces through. The kind home roll just hit about every part of the rim. Yes, it did. A 21-point lead for Altamont, 45-24. Nick Manaway, uh, second foul shot is also good. It's 46-24. Is it'll be uh, the Cougars training it across the timeline. Altamont's defense making that difficult. They break the pressure over to Magnus. Magnus is double teamed. Back over to Markley. Markley gets a screen. A fadeaway jumper is good uh, for Brody Markley. His first point since the first quarter. 46-26. 
Leads back to 20 for Altamont. Data Miller has it up top. Back to McManaway. Over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse thought about the three, but gives it back off to McManaway. It's Kata Miller had it knocked away, but picked up by Radel. And gives back out to McManaway. Over to Yarhouse for three. In and out. No good. Did everything but go down. And it's going to be rebounded by South Central. And it's Markley into the front court. Now a jumper, long two by Calloway Smith, was rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli with it across the timeline. As they'll go to McManaway in between the circles. He'll pick it up. Over to Akana Miller at the free throw line. Out the yard, out so far, a three. In and out again, but rebounded by Kaden Miller. Puts it up, and it's no good. Fight for the rebound, and it's Kaden fighting with Callaway Smith. And it's going to be a held ball. Held ball, alternate possession arrow. We'll give it to South Central, I believe. Elamana Davis will come back in, and Radel will take a seat, so will McManaway. 6.31 to go in the game. 46-26. Altamont with a 20-point lead. And Markley has it here in the front court. He'll get a team screen by Breckman. Has a free throw line. Turnaround jumper is off, but Breckman's there with a the rebound. His putback is also no good, and it's tipped around. He gets it back. Breckman throws it to the rim, and is going to call a foul on the Indians. And uh, Eli Miller, that's his fourth team's first of the quarter. Gonna be uh, Bregman at the free throw line for two. Only two points have come for the line tonight. And to make it three. And now it's 46 27. Now it's going to lead by 19. And uh, we had some subs that came in. Kata Miller checked out there. Davis and Radel are back in. Elam, Eli Miller, Yarhouse. Davis and Radel. And for Altamont, and the free throw is off and rebounded by Radel. Elam looking to get it across half court. Trying to cross over Magnus, and it backs back out over to Davis at the volleyball line. Now it's Elam, under six to go in the game, and Eli almost had it taken away at the free throw line, but the floater is off, no good. But Eli gets it back. It's also no good for his follow shot. And rebounded by South Central. Cowboy Smith would pick that up. And that's going to go to Bregman behind the back pass. To Markley for three is good. Brody Markley. He got seven. It's 46-30. Elam with it across the timeline. Elam being double teamed. He takes it all the way to the rim. Count the basket and a foul. And one for Dylan Elam. And so Elam will go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Fouls on Callaway Smith from South Central is for team second quarter. And there's going to be a, a timeout by Coach Doring, and so we'll take one as well. We'll be back at 30 seconds. We're looking out finding basketball and jacking in. 
When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back to Altamont. 48-30, homecoming game. As Altamont with the lead of 5.25 to go. And Elam will be uh, shooting free throws here. As Coach Doring took that timeout there and Dead fourth foul on Callaway Smith. Andy Lum will be at the line of first free throws. It is good. Three-point play there for Elam. And it's 49 to 30. Markley quick the other way. Had it almost affected by Davis, I think. And it's going to be rebounded by Altamont. I couldn't finish the layup that time. Over to KD now to McManaway. Elam with it. Elam trying to get it to Radle. They find him, and it goes back out to Yarhouse, where it's tipped out by South Central, and actually it's going to be off of Altamont, they say. As no Cougar touched it, apparently. So it'll be over to South Central. Radle will take a seat, and Melville will come back in. So Markley will get it across half court, under five to go in the game. 19-point lead of four, Altamont. Magnus with it, getting over to a Callaway Smith. Callaway, high pass for Bregman, but he gets it down, and he takes it up. A turnaround jumper is good for Seth Bergman. And his first made field goal, 49-32. All of his points have come from the line until that. McManaway with it here. He's at the volleyball line. Gets it over to Davis. Now McManaway still with it. Now to Millville. Over to our house. McManaway fires a three-pointer. It's off. No good. But it is rebounded by Elam. Elam pumps. Back out to Yarhouse. Yarhouse. One got a run off the line. It's over to McManaway. Takes the pass and dribbles to his right. Over in the corner to KD for three. Davis for another three. Third of the night. For KD, it's 52-32. And it's back to 20. A long three by Markley is off. No good. Rebounded by McManaway. McManaway over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse dribbles back over to Davis. Now down low to Elam. Elam gets one guy up in the air. Puts it up. No. Fight for the rebound goes to Magnus. Now it's going to be Markley the other way. A jumper is way off. And rebounded by Davis. And McManaway will dribble across half for a 320 to go out to mine. Leading by 20 here. McManaway with it over to Davis. Davis now over to McManaway. Now to Yarhouse in the right corner. And across is over. And it's going to be nice pass by Al Yarhouse. And Elam, a count the basket and a foul. 
takes the layup and the arm. Another and one, a chance for Dylan Elam. I make the 54 to 32. Fouls on second, uh, number 40, Seth Bergman for South Central. That's his second, uh, South Central's third of the quarter. Eli Miller will come in in your house. We'll take a seat. And uh, 3.02 to go in the game. Altamont leads by 22. Elam can increase that chance by one. Can increase that lead, rather. Elam and one free throw, in and out, no good, but McManaway's there for the board. His putback is good. Aiden McManaway with another two, and it's 54 to 32. And now the uh, pitches will be, or I thought, no, oh, there is going to be a timeout. So Coach uh, Niebergi called that one. So we'll take a quick 30 as well. You're listening now to my name is basketball, Jack is in. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back as a South Central with the ball. As it's a Callaway Smith with it. He has it here at the volleyball line over to Nielsen. As the Callaway hits the deck and McManaway almost jumped the pass, but instead it goes out, so it'll stay right here with the Cougars. 2.38 to go in the game. Kaden Miller also checked in on their last timeout. So it has been rattled. And it's Hoover with the ball here at the volleyball line. Over to Bergman. Now Callaway Smith passes it to Markley. Now that is Nielsen. And it's going to be thrown up by Markley and just kind of almost Runs over Davis as well, but Markley gets the two. And it's 56-34, and Kaden Miller's there for the layup. Good. 16 for Kaden, and McManaway knocks it away, but it goes right into the hands of Markley. And uh, there's going to be a, a foul on Altamont on the reach-in. After the last couple of scores, it's 58-34, two minutes to go. We're going to have some subs in for Altamont. Unloaded the bench a little bit. Kaden Miller will take a seat. McManaway sits down, and so will Eli Miller. We got Tyler Ruffner checking into the game. Alex Walker checks in, and uh, Ben Radel checked in, and Zach Meyer comes into the game as well. Zach had a nice junior varsity contest tonight as well. Altamont picking up the win there, 59-38. And it's going to be a shot by Markley, rebounded by Radel. Radel bringing up the floor. I had nearly poked away by Hoover, but it's going to be spot four and a tie-up. And it's going to be a jump ball. Stays right here at Altamont, though. And so it'll be a Meyer inbounding. 
Jacob Smith that comes in, and a Callaway Smith will take a seat. Minute 43 to go. It's all out tomorrow here. 58-34. And it's Davis with it. And over there to Meyer. Meyer here on the right side. Up top two with Davis. Now to Radel at the free throw line. Radel in the corner to Walker. High pass. Couldn't handle it. And so it'll be a turnover to South Central. I have that down. It's only eight, eight turnovers a game for Alphamont. Yeah, a fairly clean game uh, for that sure. part. Uh, that's why they have the huge lead on the board. A Magnus for two is good on a mid-range jumper. Got eight, 58-36. Walker shakes Hoover. Now over to Radel. Radel to a Davis with a minute 10 to go. Back over to Walker. Walker now to a Davis. Now over in the corner, deep three by Meyer. Good. Three-pointer for Zach Meyer, his first varsity point. It's 61-36. And the shot is no good by Markley and rebounded by Meyer as well. And then the stat sheets all over the place here. Davis here on the left, in the left corner. Walker with 40 seconds to go. And Walker with it. Back to a Davis. Davis dribbles. Back over to a Radel at the free throw line. And he takes the layup. It's good for Ben Radel. Ben Radel, two points in the book. It's 63-36. 22 seconds left. As Magnus. Back over to Hoover. Hoover's wide open for three. And it's good for Hoover. His first three. And it's 63-39 at 10 seconds left. Hoover's trying to take it away from Davis. And there's going to be a foul with 9.6 left. The Hoover's first, team third of the quarter for South Central. Davis checks out, and Trent Hedrick comes in. 9.6 left, and Radel will be the one taking it out. And high pass for Walker, but they get it down. All they need to do is get it across half court, and that should do it. The clock will run out, and a victory for Altamont on homecoming. It's 63-39, a a win for the Indians over South Central. And they pick up their first conference win in their first conference game as well. So they will improve to 4-1 on the season and 1-0 in the NTC. And we'll be right back to wrap this one up. We'll get the post-game stats from Dominic, and we'll also get an interview with Coach Nieberge here on the victorious homecoming. And so we'll be back in a few minutes to wrap it up. At 63-39 is your final. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening now to My Indian Basketball. I'm Jack Evans. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack. 
and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont High School as it is a final on homecoming and it's a happy homecoming for Altamont. They take home the winner 63-39 to is the final score. Uh, this is a little slow going there in that uh, first quarter as Altamont only led by two. Then they slowly have built up that lead after every quarter, and uh, they ended up leading by 20 there after three quarters. And, uh, you know, South Central tried to stay with them there in the fourth quarter, but ultimately was uh, faltering there and ended up losing there 63-39. to uh, 39. So Altamont picked up their first conference win in their first conference game. So, Finally on the board here in the NTC, and obviously South Central falls to 0-1 there, and always a successful homecoming game as I see Coach Niebuhr making his way over here to the booth, and so we'll have Dominic switch over headsets with him and get victorious Coach over here on the headset, and Coach will bring in here, and congratulations on the win, and Congratulations on the homecoming win as well. Yeah, we need to start the festivities off with a with a with a victory. So that was a good thing. 
And uh, things have started off there in the uh, first quarter. You were able to have a, a two-point lead there in uh, the uh, opening quarter. And it was really Alec Yarhouse was getting things started there in the very beginning, hitting a couple of threes. And he really kind of sparked the offense there tonight there in that first quarter. Yeah, if it wasn't for Alec, we might not have much points yeah. offensively. Uh, we, had, we got some steals in the first quarter a little bit. But we never got anything out of it. We got yeah. we couldn't get anything out of our transition. Um, you know, we we were we never want to run a half court offense against you know man or zone, and we always were settling against their press a little bit too much and backing it out and trying to run against. And they do a really good job in that one through two. So uh, the, thank God, Alec hit a few shots. You know, we found and found the hot guy. You know, a couple times. I think they I think we were starting to look for him a little bit too. So it was good. And then you kind of extended things out there in the second half or the second quarter, and I kind of was able to get a nice cushion to go into the locker room, and you kind of put some distance with yourself with South Central there to close out the first half. Yeah, we had an eight-point lead, and they hit a big three, I think, in the second quarter. Got it to like twenty to fifteen. I'm like, oh, yeah, big shot. And we, you know, puts it puts it with a couple possessions. Um, so. Um, you know, we stretched it out a little bit, uh, got some stops. I thought our defense in the second quarter was really good. I thought we really limited them in their offense and kind of took out, took away what they wanted to do. Uh, didn't give up, didn't give, give up the middle like we, like we like. So, uh, we were, really, I think the boys really locked down defensively in the second quarter. Yeah. And I would agree with that because, uh, you know, you didn't get as many steals in a layup no, as we didn't. we're uh, normally accustomed to, but, uh, still in the half court, we were able to, uh, lock them down there. Uh, like you said, and was able to keep all their guys really in check all night. Yeah, it was more of a. It was more of a. You know, this team. This team could be really good defensively in the half court. We're long. We're we're, we're physical. Um, you know, if we don't just break ourselves down defensively, we could be a really good half court defensive team. I thought they did that in the second quarter, rather than trying to gamble or extend for a. You know, try to get a steal, kind of break us down. So uh, if they can do that. You know, we might have to grind some games out that way, but I, yeah. I'll take defense lock down the city like that. And then you uh, extended the lead to 20 after the third quarter, and McManaway hit a couple of big threes in the quarter and then one to, uh, at the very end uh, there as well to kind of extend it to 20. And Okay, okay, all right, we're, we're going to the fourth quarter. We Three a little bit. We got a nice 20-point lead. Yeah, we coaches kind of talked about that. Like, we need to get this. We need to. You know, they, they, they got enough shooters and do enough things defensively that we got to kind of get to, you know, get to the 15 to 20 mark uh, at some point um, so we feel a little bit more comfortable. But, you know, when Aiden, if, if Aiden, when Aiden is confident in his shooting and he can knock down some threes, he, he just brings that extra, you know, uh, element to it because mm-hmm. his defense is going to be there constantly. He's long, he's lanky, he gets deflections constantly. Um, I think he has a chance to, you know, break our record for deflections this year. But uh, he had that dimension shooting the basketball, um, you know, consistently. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna make us a really good ball club. Then another guy that had a, a good night offensively was uh, KD, Caden Davis, as he finally uh, hit some threes as he made three of them. And also there in the second half with uh, active hands yep. and on the defensive end as well being a factor on that side of the floor as well. Yeah, we need KD to knock some shots down and, and play defense. Uh, if he can do those two things, you know, he's an extra weapon off the bench. Uh, kid can shoot it, man. And uh, when we do do our form shooting with the Dr. Dish in the, in the summer, it's like 
it, it takes him the least amount of shots to get to a certain amount of makes. Yeah. Um, uh, he just got to learn the defensive side of the ball a little bit better. Uh, not, he's not that bad. Sure. Uh, but, you know, we we not we thought tonight that we were going to have to put two shooters on wings, you know, with KD and Alec and, and really stretch the defense out. And that was going to be a, a benefit to us. And I also saw there late in the game as well that uh, Caden Miller, he had a good uh, first half there, but kind of uh, got shaken up a little yeah. bit. kind of got in and out of the the second half there as well. We, we got about six guys that are the year 42 going on 18. I mean, they, <laughs> they are bumped and bruised. And, uh, Caden rolled his ankle. Caden Millville rolled his ankle. Uh-huh, yeah, I saw him too. So we got, you know, we just got guys that are bumped and bruised and, you know, we got to go hard for practice for an hour and a half and get the heck out of there. So, um, you know, he's fine. Caden okay. Miller, man, he's 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 a workhorse. There ain't no coach in this state that would want him on your team. And he'll, he'll play through thick and thin, man. And now they got to go and dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been practicing all week in PE, so we'll see. <laughs> I've been watching them. And some, of those, some of those guys got some moves. I feel like you have to with the team being disco. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Before our time. Disco ball, yeah. yeah. Definitely before my time. Me too, uh, me too. Sure. I wasn't there yet. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you survived the homecoming game and uh, also came away with the, the first conference win as well yep. in the first conference game, and I know that's a, a huge deal as well. Yeah, we, we, you know, we can't win them all unless you win the first one, obviously. Yep. And, uh, you know, South Central is always our first one, and we they're, they come to our homecoming, we go to their homecoming, so it's kind of a it's usually a tough game. So, um, and, and they're tricky. And Coach Doring does a really good job. Um, you know, I can't I, I can't give him enough get enough uh, compliments, but uh, absolutely they uh, you know we, we got to get one, we got to get the next one, next one's Carlisle. Man, they're they're if they were one A, they'd be they'd be somebody scary in come postseason. And you got to go on the road, yeah, uh, as well. So yeah, uh, tough place, a little travel, you know, mm-hmm. long, a little bit of longer travel, and they're, they're long. They're like they got some six five kids that are. It's going to be a tough ball game. We're going to have to figure out, you know, kind of kind of Newtonish again, see what we're made of a little bit. Well, coach, uh, thanks for coming up here, and uh, you get the win and go enjoy homecoming, and hopefully have a safe yeah, one. Yeah, I'm You won't see me on that dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely won't get me out yeah, there right. as well either. All right, Coach. Well, we'll see you again on Tuesday. And we appreciate it, Coach Schneebergia, for coming up here and uh, joining us in uh, the uh, post game. And we'll get uh, Dominic back on the headsets and we'll uh, run through some uh, stats here. And we'll uh, get out of here and uh, call this uh, game good and get ready to set up here for uh, homecoming as well. Long night for the uh, student council setting up the uh, gym here as well but uh, Dominic sure. take away for take it away for the stats all right first from South Central they fall here tonight to Alabama 63 to 39 for uh, Evan Hoover he was uh, came in late one for one from three-point range with three points Weston Weston Nielsen was uh, two for four from the field and one for two from three-point range with seven points uh, Brody Brody Markley he was three for nine from the field and one for three from three-point range with nine points Cage uh, High Stand, he was 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for 2 from free throw line. He also fouled out. He had zero points. Max Magnus, 1 for 1 from the field, 2 for 4 from the three point range. He had eight points. Callaway Smith, 0 for 2 from the field, 1 for 2 from three point range with three points. Seth Bergman, 1 for 5 from the field, 0 for 1 from 
three-point range and three for four. From the free throw line with five points, Jacob Smith, two for two from the field with four points. As a team, uh, South Central was nine of 23 for 39%. And from three-point range, they were six of 13 for 46%. And the free throw line, they were three for six for 50%. For Albemarle, Alec Yarhouse is one for two from the field and three for eight from the free, uh, three-point line, one for two from uh, the free throw line for 12 points. Caden Davis was three for four from three-point range for nine points. Eli Miller, uh, he was 0 for 4 from the field, 0 for 4 from uh, three-point range. And Dylan Needham was 4 for 5 from the field, 0 for 1 from three-point range, and 1 for 1 from the uh, free-throw line for nine points. Aiden McManaway, 1 for 1 from the field, 2 for 4 from free-throw line, and or excuse me, 2 for 4 from three-point range and 2 for 4 from the free-throw line with 10 points. Ben Rail coming late, scored two points. So is Zach Meyer. Uh, threw up a three-pointer, one-for-one career for three points. Caden Miller leading all scores with 16. He was uh, three-for-five from the field and uh, four-for-six from the uh, from the free-throw line. As uh, Alamont was 10, 10 of 18, 10 of 18 from from the field as they win here tonight, 63 to 39 over South Central, and uh, definitely a nice. Nice to get the win on uh, on uh, homecoming night, and uh, definitely uh, party hard tomorrow night at the uh, homecoming dance, and uh, you know move on. And uh, Alabama will, will take this win over the weekend, and uh, look for look towards uh, Carlisle next week. Yep, enjoy it. As uh, Aiden McManaway and uh, Ava Hollenthead was named the king and queen uh, for this year for homecoming, and so. Definitely enjoy homecoming safely uh, tomorrow night, and uh, we will be uh, back on the air on a Monday for a girls' broadcast as the girls will travel to Louisville to take on North Clay, and then the boys will be back in action there at Carlisle tomorrow or on Tuesday. And so, again, your final 63-39 of 39 as Altamont with the win on homecoming. And I could not find a score for that St. Anthony and St. Elmo game, so... Uh, it has not gotten over yet. I have not gotten an email from Mr. Becky just yet, but uh, we'll check on that a little bit later. That'll be on the website, fmradio.com, and uh, we'll have that for you up there as well as all the other results as well. But uh, for Dominic, and uh, this is uh, Travis, we will uh, go ahead and let you go. And uh, thanks to uh, Carter back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air this evening. And uh, Altamont a winner on homecoming, 63-39 to 39 over South Central. And uh, we'll be uh, back to the music that we want here on uh, Jack FM. Have a great rest of your evening and enjoy homecoming uh, tomorrow. And we'll be back on Monday. Have a good night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, 
you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PeakinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.